We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome, everyone. Ken and Cheryl here, and we're with Janet Bray. She's Executive Director of the Association for Career and Technical Education, and we're going to be talking today about preparing the workforce of tomorrow. Well, in spite of the recent emphasis on a lack of jobs in many parts of the country, um, there are many organizations also that uh, are crying about the lack of skilled workers. Skill development requires both education and experience, and the U.S. indeed has fallen behind many countries in the preparations of students for today's uh, technical workforce. Well, we're going to be um, talking with Janet who leads an association that is actually dedicated to preparing students for successful careers and providing employers with competent and skilled professionals. Listen in for insights into the important role of education in preparing the workforce of tomorrow. Now, uh, I would just like to remind everyone um, that we have seven free videos for your um, benefit for career advancement. If you would like a better job, better life, and uh, better pay, then access our free videos at www.betterjobbetterlife.com. I'd like to introduce Janet uh, to you. She uh, serves as Executive Director of the Association for Career and Technical Education, and during her 33-year tenure in association management, she has provided leadership to a variety of associations uh, from a strategic planning perspective education program development, community outreach, and the creation of innovative programs and services. Janet has been an active participant in the association community. She served on the American Society of Association Executives Education Foundation uh, Board of Directors, and she is a member of the Distinguished ASAE Fellows Group. Welcome, Jan. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, and thank you for inviting me to uh, be on the show today. Well, Jan, you have such an impressive background. I'm almost scared to ask you a question. <laughs> well, why don't, uh, Jan, why don't you start by just uh, uh, sharing with us how the, you were led to a career in association management. Well, that's a good question. Actually, I started out as a history teacher. I taught eighth-grade history. 
And uh, when my job got eliminated because someone came back from sabbatical and I needed a job, uh, my background is education, and uh, I got a job working for an association involved in the heating and air conditioning industry, had no idea what an association was, and I did their education program development, their communications, their government relations, their meeting planning, and really enjoyed the fast pace and the chaos of uh, an association and decided to make that um, just the, the direction of my career pathway. I think many of us who go into associations fall into it by accident, but we get very dedicated and passionate about the um, members who we represent in the association. So it's been a long time working in them, but it's certainly no day is the same as the one prior to it. Jan, tell us a little bit about your association, if you wouldn't mind, for our listeners. Absolutely. The Association for Career and Technical Education is 85 years old, and we represent the teachers, administrators, guidance counselors in both the secondary and post-secondary area who are involved in providing students of all ages, the teaching them the knowledge and skills they need to be successful in the career pathway of their choice. So we've been doing that, as I said, since 1916, and, um, you know, train. our job as an association is to be the voice for those educators to make sure that what they need and what's happening out in the schools is heard by the policymakers, as well as bringing that, the policymakers' information back to the educators. We provide professional development information, resources, and tools to educators, and to help the public understand the value of career and technical education. Wow, that's uh, that's quite a challenge. And having uh, had an opportunity, uh, Jan, to take a look at your website, I'm very impressed with the work you've done, the research, and the validation that you've um, put out there about the importance of of education. And, and throughout the show today, we'll be sharing some of that. But how many in students do you actually impact, and, and how do you reach them? Well, uh, there are a little over 15 million students involved in career and technical education. And as I said, they are involved in the middle schools, in the high schools, in the community and technical colleges, uh, and including even some adults who are returning back to the, the workforce development system. So our, you know, what we do is uh, helping the teachers uh, understand how the workplace is changing, what new jobs are, what new job skills are going to be needed so that they can then provide those directly to the students. So this really, this uh, initiative and really uh, mission of the association goes beyond um, just teacher education because they can get some credits for that, right? Is this do you also do accreditation for students, uh, teachers, or is that a separate function? That's separate. Teachers are certified uh, by each state has their own certification or licensure system. So, I mean, certainly uh, many, you know, our programs offer will provide continuing education units that they can use towards their certification, but that is done on a state-by-state basis. Okay. Yes, I'm glad you explained that. Well, tell us how you define career and technical education and how it differs from the traditional view that many of us hold about vocational programs. That's kind of a 20th century view. Well, let me put it this way. Um, First of all, I define career and technical education as um, 
information and education, as I said earlier, that enables an individual, provides them the knowledge and skills they need to be successful in the career pathway of their choice. That's career and technical education. It's that knowledge and skills that they can apply to the workplace, as well as teaching them the employability skills, such as problem-solving, critical thinking, interpersonal skills, ethics, etc. How it's differed, you know what? I'm a little different. People expect me to talk about how much has changed. I don't believe career and technical education has changed, and I will tell you this. The content of career and technical education has changed because the workplace has changed. CTE, career and technical education, or as it used to be called, vocational education, was always about preparing people for a workplace. And, you know, at one time it was going into the um, – you know, the production line, whether it was in an automotive place or manufacturing, it was all about that production line. It was about using your hands, the skilled work. You were planting crops in the field, et cetera. Uh, today, the workplace is about it's the use of technology. You need to be able to apply a different type of mindset and thinking to the workplace today than before. Our job is still to prepare people to be successful in the workplace. Um, having said that, one of the major differences, and again driven by the workplace, used to be you could graduate from high school and get a very good family-sustaining wage uh, in, the, in the workplace. Uh, you can't do that anymore. There aren't many jobs that can. Just, you know, most jobs are going to require at least one year of post-secondary education. So career and technical education has been as much about post-secondary education, uh, preparing people to enter college, whether it's a one-year program, a two-year program, or a four-year program, um, than just graduating high school. So if I had to say one difference, it was it's really as, as much about college as it is about completion of high school, but it is still and has always been about allowing people to be successful in their working life. Oh, that's an excellent um, uh, overview for us. And I understand that you view um, the the career clusters as, as 16. What are some of the new ones that, that people may not have thought of as career clusters? Uh, well, career clusters, so they have uh, you know, natural resources, which is, uh, includes um, a lot of your agriculture. They have uh, the whole law and... Um, uh, law enforcement and public safety is one um, that's, that's there, um, marketing and business education. What was done in, um, a number of years ago was they took uh, through a grant, uh, the, the state directors of career and technical education really looked at the world of work and, you know, said, how do we form them together, bring them together so that uh, students in high school especially can obtain that foundational skill that cross cuts across. So, for instance, there's uh, travel and transportation. That would include aviation. That includes um, rail. That includes automotive. And a lot of the, the foundational knowledge and skills you need is the same. So the clusters enable uh, students to look at, I have a, a you know, a, an an interest in this broad area, and then to really, as they learn more, to begin to uh, specialize as as they move further up the the learning ladder. Okay, excellent. 
And what are some of the fastest-growing occupations now that, that you see for tomorrow? Well, certainly in the um, health sciences area, that's huge, biomedical engineers, home health aides. I mean, we are an aging society. We have this huge boomer population that's going to be retiring soon. I'm in that category. That's okay. So there's going to be a lot of services that are going to be needed for them. So personal and home care aides, home health aides. Um, believe it or not, skin, uh, skin care specialist is a growing area. Uh, we're all getting very vain as we get older. Financial examiners, physicians' assistants, uh, biophysicists and biochemists. Um, uh, the uh, information technology area, the network systems, data communication uh, analysts, dental hygienists, dental assistants, um, a lot in, this, in the health sciences area, veterinary technologists. A big one that I think always uh, I love that's uh, grown is nursing infometrics. And think about it, you walk into a doctor's office now in the hospital and they all walk around with those laptops, or now it's probably iPads, capturing all of your medical information. Who's going to program all that? And they have to have a knowledge of the nursing field, the medical field. Um, And so that's a brand new area that's grown up, the nursing infometrics. Excellent. Well, tell us about the association's role in uh, raising awareness to all of these Education. We just have a minute here, Jan. Well, career and technical education, we have CTE Month, which is uh, every February, where we really celebrate all the students become engaged, where mentor programs, job shadow programs, career fairs, and they really celebrate by providing information to students and their parents. Parents are the biggest uh, influencers on where a young person decides to direct their life. And so our job is also to help parents understand Here's what education and experience is required in this career pathway and so that they can help uh, coach and mentor their child in terms of making decisions that will enable them to be successful. Excellent. Well, we'll have an opportunity to share more about that as the uh, program progresses, but right now we're going to take a short break and uh, stay with us to explore more about the career and technical education arena. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. That's BetterJobBetterLife.com. 
Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. Are you unhappy with your life? Looking to get unstuck from your rut? Are your fears of happiness, love, and success holding you back? You deserve a second chance. Tune in to Second Chances with Susan Armstrong. Each show will help you find your inner success. Whether it's financial success, relationship success, or the happiness and freedom in your personal life. You'll hear from Susan and some of the most influential guests who are talking the talk and walking that walk. Second Chances airs live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please send an email to tcsonair at totalcareersuccess.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with uh, Jan Bray, and we're talking about the importance of career and technical education for preparing our students, uh, and also in order to make sure we have a workforce that's ready uh, to meet the needs of employers. Well, Jan, in Job Search to Total System, we encourage professionals to be active in their professional associations for networking and also career development. Does the association assist job seekers? Well, um, to, to some extent, it's not one of our primary focuses in two ways. We do have a, um, a listing, a jobs career, you know, a jobs available listing. Uh, on our website so that people who are looking for jobs uh, can come, you know, educators can come to our website. We also, of course, we're on Facebook and um, YouTube, and we have uh, blogs and we Twitter. So there's a lot of networking and interaction between us and those out in the field. So it's, it's sort of that ongoing network, indirect assistance that we provide. Well, share with us a little more, if you would, Jan, about how career and technical education is actually delivered in the schools, both the secondary and, and post-secondary. Well, if we look at the secondary side, um, it, it's, a, it's a variety of ways, and it varies across this country. Uh, in some states, uh, a large, the major delivery of their career and technical education is through career and technical centers. They are separate standalone um, buildings, and uh, they provide a wide variety of education. And students will go from their home high school 
to those career tech centers either in the morning or the afternoon to get their CTE focus, their technical education. A lot of those programs, those uh, centers also have alternative education programs, those students who are at risk of dropping out, and they will provide them the entire education scope of their high school education, but in a very small one-on-one type of environment. Usually those centers are also connected to the post-secondary field and provide some of that as well. You can go into a what we call a comprehensive high school, and there are career and technical uh, programs being offered at the school alongside the academic program. A growing uh, vehicle of delivery is what we call career academies. There are over 1,600 career academies in this country. Those are themed programs. So there's an engineering career academy. There might be an aviation one, a biomedical one, a culinary arts career academy. And generally in those academies, you are getting both your academic and your technical education and combined. You're learning your academics through um, an applied method so that as you're learning, if you're in a construction academy, what you're learning is you're not just learning about the Pythagorean theorem, you are also learning that the Pythagorean theorem is A plus B equals C, which you need to know in the construction area. So it is through those career academies uh, as well. But career and technical education is in charter schools, it's in magnet schools. Um, it, it's very, as I said, it varies across the country. Students take anywhere from one CTE course up to what we call a concentrator, which is a minimum of three CTE courses, which means they're really following a specific pathway. When you get into post-secondary, the community colleges are the largest provider of, um, of career and technical education, as are the technical colleges. Technical colleges, the big difference is the technical college is, was really designed uh, and was built to provide career and technical education, to prepare someone for the workforce. Many community colleges, as you, many of the listeners probably remember, they were called junior colleges, existed to help people take that next step into the four-year program. Well, that's changed, especially given the cost of the four-year college as well as uh, Individuals coming back for retraining, they've been let go of their job or they're trying to move into a different area, they come back to the community college to get the technical education they need to move forward. In fact, um, somebody was telling me, the dean of a community college in Texas was telling me that the fastest growing uh, profile of students by percentage in his uh, community college was people who already had a master's degree and they were coming back to learn a skill and to, or to move into a new field. So career and technical education, we also have online learning. There are virtual schools. There are students in high schools that are going, doing their academics in school and doing a lot of their career and technical education online. So there's a variety of ways in which one can get CTE. Jan, you probably, uh, I'm sure you have, heard of Waiting for Superman and just a number of excellent programs that are designed to do everything we possibly can to improve our educational system. Give us your uh, overall take on, uh, you know, what you see uh, happening in terms of preparing the workforce for tomorrow. Well, there, first of all, we are preparing students today for a workplace that nobody knows what it will be like. Even the you know, businesses will tell you they don't know what tomorrow will bring. Technology is changing so rapidly, plus we're now, as we all know, we're a global society. So the world of work is changing. So 
students today, especially in high school, they have to have, first of all, they need to be able to think critically, solve problems. They need to have that foundation, but also understand the importance of lifelong learning. If they don't have the ability to keep learning, they will become their their knowledge and skills will become extinct very quickly. Yeah, that's what the absolution, uh, obsoleteness is. And the issue, Janet, with um, uh, business, of course, is uh, there are numbers of jobs, but they require skills that much of the workforce doesn't have, and that's where you come into play in preparing that uh, skilled workforce that will meet industry's needs, correct? Well, correct. And as much as, you know, we have high unemployment right now, there are hundreds of thousands of jobs available that are going unfilled for lack of a skilled worker. Uh, because our edu- a lot of times, our number one, where CTE in some cases is pushed out of the high school because of the extreme focus on the academics, which are extremely important. Um, you know, so students aren't getting it, they're going into college, then they're dropping out of college. Only about 25% of those that go into college actually graduate. So then we have people coming out without any knowledge and skills that will apply to the workplace. We need to do a much better job of aligning the type of education we are providing with the needs of the workplace and the jobs that are out there. I mean, that's, that's really uh, critical in this day. The other thing I want to say, it's a little off the tangent on what you're the question you asked, but, you know, we have the students dropping out of high school because they're bored. They're disengaged. And in fact, there's surveys out there that will tell you that. Career and technical education engages the student. It answers the question, why do I need to know this? And so we need to find a way. This younger generation wants to be involved in their education. They want their life to be customized, and they want it that it applies to them. And if Career and technical education provides that ability, and without it, students sit there in class and they're bored and they drop out. So we really need to find a way to much better integrate academic and career and technical education. There are rigorous academics in in CTE. I venture to say anybody who can read and, and you know just the traditional job of uh, being an automotive technician, you need to have technology skills. Try reading one of those automotive manuals. You need to have good reading skills. You need to have good problem-solving and analytical skills. What's wrong with that? And that's a combination. That's applied academics. That's telling somebody, here's why you need this math. Here's why you need these reading skills, because it, it can be directly applied to what interests you. Excellent. Well, I know that the president has stated a goal to increase the number of post-secondary graduates, uh, I think, by 5 million in just the next few years. What is the role of your association in helping to achieve that goal, and what are some of the challenges you think that we face? Well, let me start off with one of the first challenges. When we talk about uh, college education, everybody automatically thinks of a four-year degree. College or post-secondary education, as I said earlier, is a one-year certificate program or an apprenticeship program, a two-year associate's degree, or a four-year degree. But it is post-secondary education. And one of the ways that career and technical education plays a huge role in this is we have what is called programs of study. Programs of study is taking curriculum that that aligns two years of high school with two years of college. 
right? And so it's a four-year program, and so it's, it provides that student that direct pathway. They can see what the next steps are, and at the end of that, there's usually some kind of industry certification or credential. So if you want to get more students not only into post-secondary but completing their programs, and that's key, just getting them in isn't, go, isn't the answer. They have to complete it as well. They have to see what the end point is. Where is it going to get them? What do they have tangible at the end? What kind of job is possible at the end? And the programs of study that is offered by Career and Technical Education is a perfect example of how to make that transition from secondary to post-secondary very seamless and allow the student to be able to see it in a tangible way. I think that's really a very strategic uh, way to approach it. And one of the things that we do, Jan, in in our work with um, career change is uh, assessment. And uh, how do you approach assessment at that young age to help students understand how their kind of behavioral preferences will fit with various career choices? Well, uh, career guidance is... um, is a, uh, in, with career and technical education. There are a number of um, uh, career exploration and assessment tools out there. We actually recommend that we start in elementary school. So we need to be able to help students understand from a very early age to how to explore their own interests, desires, skills, talents, strengths and weaknesses, and then as they get older, begin to help them with information and tools, and we have uh, a lot of this um, on our website, plus there are brochures, there's all kinds of uh, materials out there that helps them say, if you like working with your hands, here are all the different ways you can move forward. Here are the different kind of jobs out there. I think the uh, both the career clusters that we talked about earlier uh, and, and the programs of study allow a student to explore I would rather have a child of mine who maybe took a dental hygienist program in high school at the end of that say, you know what, that's really not what I want to do, than spend a lot of money trying figuring that out at the end of community college or a four-year college. Absolutely. I think uh, having those career um, workshops and fairs that you were talking about are, are really, really helpful to um, enable students to understand the bigger world of work out there than maybe what they're exposed to uh, in the home or family members who might have different careers and uh, go down a path that just because a family member has an expectation uh, when it really is not a good fit for them. Well, we're going to need to take a little break here, but when we get back, we're going to explore more about career and techno- techno- technical uh, <laughs> education, so stay with us. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. 
Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. That's BetterJobBetterLife.com. Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darling, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style every Wednesday afternoon at 2 Pacific, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please send an email to tcsonair at totalcareersuccess.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. This is Ken and Cheryl with Jan Bray, and we're talking about the incredible world of um, career and technical education. And, and Jan, is really a lot more to it than anybody would have ever uh, imagined. Um, and we've learned some of the elements of your very sophisticated model or framework that you've created um, to um, make sure nothing falls through the cracks, as, as it were. Um, and some of the life and career skills. Uh, we talked some about the uh, learning and innovative skills, what you call the four C's of critical thinking and communications, collaboration and creativity. Um, and you mentioned earlier, too, the importance of the, the basic, you know, the three R's that we think about rewriting and arithmetic and how critical they are to the 21st century. Um, tell us a little bit about the foundational elements and how your um, able to support that that new view of success in careers in technology. Well, in terms of how the association does that? Yeah, the standards and assessments. Uh, you've got, you talked a little bit earlier about the curriculum, various curriculums. Uh, you have the professional development and the learning environments. Well, you know, every area uh, and every program in career and technical education and the 
again, the programs that are offered vary across this country, as they should, because the workplace varies across this country. They all have programs advisory committees that are made up of business and industry. So on a local or a district or a state level, those program advisories committees are making sure that the content and the delivery of the career and technical education to the students is relevant to the needs of the workplace. So you have business that are informing that. In addition, uh, one of the things that um, that is basically required from the legislation that uh, governs career and technical education from a federal level basically states that all CTE programs should lead to, should be aligned with industry standards and lead towards an industry certificate or credential where available. Not every single industry has that, but more and more of them are developing that. So that a, a student not only knows that what they're learning is relevant and important to the industry and what the industry wants, but they have a tangible sign at the end that tells the business person that this potential worker has learned the content that is important to me, the business person, and has something that demonstrates their competency. One of the things that's very important and differentiates CTE is it is competency-based. It is, it is assessed based on competency. You don't just check off the marks that said, I know how to clean somebody's teeth. You actually have to demonstrate that. So it is all competency-based, which provides you that tangible evidence at the end of the day. Excellent. Well, Jan, how has the economic recession affected the enthusiasm for career and technical uh, education? Well, actually, it um, it hasn't affected the enthusiasm. It's built on it even more so because there are so many people out of jobs and companies that are, uh, you know, uh, closing their doors. So it's overwhelmed the system, certainly at the community and technical college level. So many are coming back to get retrained for different jobs that are out there or those that are coming back to make themselves even more marketable than before. And let me give you an example out of my, out of my own family. I have a nephew who uh, is an electrician working for a small company that did residential housing. And when the recession hit and the housing market went down, you know, they laid off a significant number of people, including my nephew. My nephew looked around and saw this whole area of green technology, was able to go back and take a two- or three-week course on electricity for the green world and got, got hired immediately by a company that does construction, only sustainable construction. He was marketable. He got a, what we call a stackable certificate. He got a very specific certificate that made him very marketable in the marketplace. And that's what's going to have to happen more and more. Yes, that's excellent. excellent. Uh, and we see a lot of that happening in the work that we do, uh, too, Jan, is the retraining and looking at where those transferable skills are so you don't have to necessarily start from scratch but just get um, the proper certification for the application that you're going to be involved with. What, what uh, about the professional transitioning, um, the, our, you know, veterans transitioning from the military? How does uh, CTE play a role for them? 
Well, we work very closely with the, the U.S. Army right now uh, to help align um, the career clusters with what the military is teaching, with their certificate programs. The military does excellent training. And what has worked so well is that students who are coming out of career and technical education going into the military, the military loves to hire them because they already come in with a lot of skill knowledge uh, and competency, and so they can move them up the chain a lot faster. They don't have to go through as much um, training, uh, technical training, as they would if they had come in with none of that. That training, once they get out of the military, um, helps them because it aligns with the skills that we've worked on within business and industry. It helps them either go into industry with that baseline of knowledge because we can show the connection, or we do love the, um, the Army has their true to teachers and, uh, you know, getting those that are coming out back into the school system to be excellent career and technical education teachers. So you've really um, attacked it from both sides when they're entering um, the Army or other services and also from when they're transitioning back into uh, the civilian workforce. Correct, correct. Well, that's superb. Well, we need to get the rest of the services working with you. Well, if you can help with that. I mean, the U.S. Army has been very good and very aggressive with this. We work a little bit with the Coast Guard and the Navy, not too much. But it's been, they haven't been, I don't think they're quite as organized maybe as the Army. But we, we have a very good relationship and a memorandum of understanding with the U.S. Army. Well, uh, Jan, um, I was able to see that um, uh, little map that you had on your site about investing in uh, CTE and and how it yields big returns. Um, Can you share with us just some of the successes uh, that that you think are very impressive in terms of the the impact on the community? Well, uh, yeah, um, you know, because... There are two ways that it does it. it number one, if it, if it helps to graduate students, all right? So let me look at I'm going to throw out some examples as I talk about this. Uh, Sturgis High School in Sturgis, South Dakota, a rural high school, all right? 98% of their career and technical education students graduate. Now, that's far higher level than those who are not in CTE. Students who graduate are more apt to go into post-secondary. They're more apt to stay out of prisons. They're more apt to stay off of welfare. So it certainly is, um, you know, is saving us money at that respect. They are they're much more prone to go into the workplace locally, which provides money into the tax revenue. We can uh, so. You know, a lot of the uh, districts and states, they uh, have directly aligned the types of CTE programs they're providing to the economic development plan of the area. So they can say how many students they have come out with these skills, and they can directly equate that with a dollar figure to what that's putting back into the local economy through tax revenues especially. So there's a way, you know, that's how we help the communities. The other way is let me give you an example of Gateway Technical College in Racine, Wisconsin. They have very strong partnerships with business and industry. So through uh, one of their main partners, Snap-on Corporation, which um, manufactures all the tools you use in automotives and transportation, in aviation, et cetera, 
um, they built a brand-new center on the campus called the Horizon Center for technical training in these areas. It's paperless. Everybody uses a laptop. Students can come and go as they need. The instructors are there. It's all competency-based. The industry, Snap-on, uses it for their own internal training as well. So here's an example of where not only are they educating the community in, in an area, technical area that is needed, there are jobs for it, but industry now has a place to go, state-of-the-art, to help with the professional development of their own employees. It's a win-win for everybody. So when you have that kind of partnering, uh, Jan, how is that typically funded? Are, are, are there grants or is our industries actually contributing uh, you know, some of the educational uh, expenses? It's all of the above. So in Gateway's, uh, uh, Gateway uh, Technical College's uh, example, um, certainly they get tuition from their students because it's technical college. They do get some funding from the state, as all, do all the technical colleges. The building of the new Horizon Center, a significant portion of it was paid by industry. Uh, because they're using it for their own training. Uh, Gateway also goes after many Department of Labor grants to, to extend and enhance the type of training that they can provide in, in critical areas or un, underserved uh, technical areas. And the Department of Labor will put out grants for that, and, and uh, Gateway goes after those grants as well. Those are excellent examples, and we're here in Houston, so I was really interested in the note uh, on, on your little map on the website that said that Houston earns over $4 billion each year uh, from the human, uh, Houston Community College, and then we have a whole system of community colleges here for both current and past students, so that's a pretty impressive impact. But we're going to need to take a short break here. When we get back, we'll wrap up with some additional information that uh, will help you to view the importance of career and technical education and get involved to help your community. Stay tuned. News. Opinion. Can you hear me? Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. That's BetterJobBetterLife.com. 
Michelle Core 6 Degrees is your connected consciousness. 6 Degrees is what comes around, goes around radio. Committed to delivering a fresh perspective on thought-provoking, investigative information that can change your life. 6 Degrees connects you to the social and emotional scene and is your trusted advisor from finance to romance, mainstream to metaphysical. It's a positive, upbeat look at life, love, and the pursuit of passion. Get connected Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com you are listening to total career success with ken and cheryl dawson do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please send an email to tcsonair at totalcareersuccess.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Kenneth Cheryl here with Jan Bray. And we certainly have a much better understanding of the importance of career and technical education. Uh, Jan, tell us uh, what your vision and hope is for the future of career and technical education. Well, my... My vision for the future is that every student, that every student starting in the elementary school will be exposed to and have the opportunity to take career and technical, technical education. Every student in our public school system, even private schools, at some point in their life are going to go to work. And when are we going to start preparing them for that world of work? Are we going to wait till they graduate from high school where most kids are waiting until? We need to start at the very early years, and their high school area should be a time for them to explore, gain basic knowledge and skills that will help them make the right decisions to move forward. And my hope is that career and technical education is the nucleus of all education for, today's, for tomorrow's students. Well, that's a tremendous goal, and I, I would uh, uh, support you in that. And, Ken, I know you had a question for Jan as well. Jan, um, the best schools we have here in Houston are charter schools. One is called KIPP Academy, and there's another called YES Academy. Uh, are you familiar with them, and, and what kind of uh, relationship have you had with them, and what kind of impact do you see on their having on the workforce? Well, so I'm familiar with the KIPP Academy, certainly. The one down in Houston specifically, no, but overall I am familiar with them. And they're doing an excellent job. These schools, many of them, these academies are doing an excellent job. My concern is this, and I can't say this specifically for the one in Houston because I don't know. know, These academies cannot be solely focused on the academics. They have to include the application of those academics because they might get them through high school, but these students will not be prepared for what happens beyond high school. They won't make it through college, so there needs to be that application, and career and technical education is about the application. Some kids' schools have it, some don't. I mean, it's, it's important that 
TTE be, again, at the focal point of that, regardless of the type of school it is, it doesn't make a difference. It's all about career and technical education. Well, Jan, um, what recommendations do you have for uh, education leaders in order to achieve this alignment of academics and careers? Well, my, my recommendation for them is for those top education leaders, have both your academic and your CTE administrators and teachers at the table as you're planning for reform and how to move forward. Do not have just one or the other. It is not about, we can no longer operate in silos, the silo of academic here, the silo of career and technical education. Education leaders need to understand it's about the whole student, all aspects of their life. It is just not about the learning of the academics and that their job is to help provide an environment that helps students succeed and move on to their next steps. You have to have all the players, the academic and the CT, together so that there's a common planning time, common curriculum development, and that the applied side of it is understood and cut across by all teachers and administrators. And, and what are, on the other side, uh, I guess, of the aisle is what are your recommendations for policymakers? Policymakers, you know, career and technical education from the federal level especially has not had an increase in funding since 2003. Um, and it's done phenomenal work, and there's still some improvement to be made. So policymakers need to, to begin to put together um, legislation, policies that really recognizes the need for the applied academics, the programs that help students move from secondary to post-secondary. They also need to critically provide funding for teachers, especially CT teachers, but all teachers, for professional development. If we all agree the world of work is changing, then we have to make sure teachers can continue to get professional development to upgrade the, their technical skills that align with the world of work. Putting a good teacher in a school and not exposing them to that for 20 years is not going to help the student and is certainly not going to help the industry or our economy. Okay. Those are some important things to take a look at. I know I had a chance to um, uh, take a look at some of the things you have on your website for those uh, listeners who would be interested in getting more information or perhaps are interested in membership, tell us a little bit more on how they can accomplish that. Well, membership is open to anybody who's interested in uh, career and technical education, and you can join directly at our website. It's www.acteonline.org. Um, and on our website, you're going to find best practices, uh, we have a research clearinghouse, which will show you research into career and technical education. We have a resource center, uh, which is books, videos, um, lesson plans that we link to other organizations that are discipline-specific. So if you're a marketing teacher, we'll link to that organization. Uh, family and consumer science could link to that with, to build on that. But basically what ACT says, we're an umbrella group, is we say we're your first point of contact. We'll help you find it quickly. And plus, if we link to it, if it's on our website or we link to it, you know that it's good information. We're a trusted source. You can, we have blogs. The webinars are basically topics that are key um, current issues that are um, you know, going on in the, this country today. Uh, we have podcasts done by education leaders, business leaders, that you can hear what they have to say about this, and all of this is free for you to download and to take a look at. So 
We're the resource. That's what our job is. So start with us, actonline.org. And do you also have actual uh, programs and curriculum or, or no? We have we have an annual convention every year which has programs um, all across, you know, in all disciplines. We have uh, our best practices conference every year. We do have some online training on there. Um, because we're an umbrella group and there are groups that are very for a specific discipline or content area, what we do is we gather what programs they are doing and we add them to our calendar so that if you're looking for a program, how do I upgrade my skills in um, by ag science, you can get to that, find out what programs are available through our website. Okay, excellent. And then any um, of the curriculum actually for students, are you a repository for some of that or just for networking? Yes, um, not too much. It's changing so rapidly, and curriculum does vary by state. Uh, in many cases, it varies locally. So we do have, as I said, we have some lesson plans. Um, we also link to many sites that have curriculum. And there are other associations that are affiliated with you as well. Is that correct? Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> You know, because, I mean, every, look at all the different areas there are in the world of work, and many of them have their own organization. And so we do, we serve as the voice for all of them when it comes to public policy and any advocacy work. And as we said, our job is to go out there, gather information, organize it, and serve as a clearinghouse. So it makes it easy for all of them to reach to their specific audience. They can come to us to do that. Okay, excellent. Well, we just have a minute left here, Jan. We want to thank you so much for uh, the work that you do. It's very, very important uh, for the future of our, our children, but also for the future of our country in remaining competitively in this uh, global environment in which we exist. So thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Jan, best of luck to you. Thanks for being on. If we can help you in any way, please let us know. Thank you, Jan. And, uh, to our listeners, we want to remind you again, be sure to check out our free videos at www.betterjobbetterlife.com. And we have another program for you next week. Be sure to join us. again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, here on the Voice America Variety Channel.